expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Good morning, fashion friends. Welcome to Fashion Friday. All right, I'm jumping right in because I've got a lot to share today. Uh, Let's talk Ralph Lauren, one of my favorite designers. So he kind of broke the norm with, uh, as opposed to showing, he had a fashion night the other, yeah, let me slow down. He had a fashion show the other night as opposed to having it during fashion week, which, you know, just wrapped up a few weeks ago. Basically, on Tuesday night, he took his latest collection to MoMA, the Museum of Modern Art, invited a group of his friends. Unfortunately, my invitation got lost in the mail. And uh, family, and they basically had a very swanky night out. Um, And it was the coolest show. By the way, this is available online if you do want to check this out. I think you've just got to put in the search engine. Uh, I would type in Ralph Lauren show at MoMA, maybe. I think then it's specific and it would come up. Um, He took the corner of the museum, was transformed through the designer's aesthetic. And basically it was, everything was black and white with pops of red. Um, The show, the foyer was decorated with sort of framed photographs of Ralph, his vintage car collection, which, you know, he keeps at his lovely estate up in Bedford and, uh, uh, and the Empire State Building. There were branded candles everywhere. The uh, guests entered the space from the elevator bank. VIP guests posed in front of a, a lounge setup that included sort of a, you know, a step and repeat with like a wooden airplane sculpture uh, with two black leather chairs and big, large gold pots bursting with white orchids. Um, the runway was basically classic Ralph and mostly, like I said, mostly shades of black and white with pops of red. I loved this collection and I don't know if it was the color palette, the tailoring, maybe a combination of both. It was so simple and normally I appreciate simple, obviously when it's done well, like you know, somebody like Ralph Lauren. Yeah, it's, you know, impeccable tailoring. But there was something, like, I really was like, I wanted everything in this collection. And there was nothing like, oh, wow, that was different, or oh, that color was different. You know, Valentino that did the red, and, um, you know, or, or Gucci does crazy styling and mixed patterns. It wasn't anything like that. If You know, and you sound, well, okay, it was black and white. No, it was unbelievably chic. Um, so Gigi Hadid opened the show in a very preppy outfit. I feel like her outfit, I want the entire thing, head to toe, and not just because it's Gigi. Of course, she looks good and everything, but I felt like it was very me. Um, it was a logo sweater styled with a uh, popped collar underneath, and then my favorite were the two-tone spectator heels she wore. Oh, it was to die for. Um, There was also a nod to apres ski elegance, puffer coats paired with bow ties. There were fair isle knits glammed up with sequin gowns and ball skirts. Um, An art deco dress that was sort of very glimmery uh, with the New York City skyline paid homage to Lauren's hometown. And uh, the rest of the evening wear was mostly sort of sleek, like I said, very simple kind of column dresses, um, Tyson Beck. 
Tyson Beckford also walked in the show. If you don't know him, very famous male model, very, very handsome. Um, and, uh, oh, Gigi Hadid's sister was also in it. What's her name? Bella. Bella. Yeah, she looked very cool, too. You know, the so Gigi's the blonde and Bella's the brunette, and they're both just drop-dead gorgeous. Um, but it was just so simple and refined. I have a picture. Okay, Bob, I have a picture of Gigi's outfit. So this is the outfit I just want from head to toe, but pay close attention to the shoes. Can you see them? Uh, I can't tell how high they are, but I can see that they're two-toned. They're high. All right. And they're that spectator shoe, it's called. So basically the toe is black, the body of the shoe is white, and then up going up her foot, it's also black. It's a high heel. It's a that's an older. They call it a spectator shoe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. From, I'm thinking the 20s that probably started. It's kind of on the line of the women's version of a wingtip. If you think of wingtip shoes for men. Oh, okay. So it looks similar. All right. But it's called a spectator shoe. Yeah. Uh, but I just love how classic and chic she looks. Right. I mean, it's just a logo sweater yeah. with black trousers mm-hmm. and a white top. But All right. I just love it. I just thought, oh, <laughs> so cool. So, um, yeah, I, I I have to say, I watched the the show a couple of times. And what also I loved is the whole, the ambiance about it. So the whole room that they were in was black and white. And it really felt like, I felt like the people in the, the people sitting watching the show were a part of the show. Oh. Because of the way, you know, the furniture, there were like these huge white sofas. The floor was the shiny black, whatever the material was, and everything was black and white around them. So it felt like you were kind of immersed in the show, it's what, from what I could tell. Of course, there were like lots of A-listers were there um, that just looked, and they were all dressed in um, Ralph, of course. I think my favorite was Lily Collins. So do you know her? She's uh, from the show Emily in Paris. The big show that's oh, on Netflix right she now. She was on TV this morning, and I just learned that she's Phil Collins' daughter. Yes. I didn't yes. realize that. Yeah. 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 She's a tiny little thing. She's adorable. Yeah. So she's the star of uh, the show Emily in Paris that's on Netflix. Great show. Um, but she was at the Ralph Lauren show as well, and they showed her. So she had on a – I think it was just a tuxedo. I'm guessing, or it was a suit. I couldn't tell which one because it was all black Hmm. with this big, huge, oversized, dramatic white collar. Um, I don't – does she have a bow tie? She might have had a bow tie as well. I don't remember. But it was a very sort of – kind of like an androgynous kind of look. Or maybe it was more – I don't know, just the way she wore it. Maybe you would say it's just masculine. But um, the way she wore it, it just looked so chic. She reminds me a lot – how certain times when she dresses certain ways, she reminds me of Audrey Hepburn because her her style, not just her style, because sometimes she dresses kind of crazy um, in a good way, but I think her look in general, like she's really tiny and she's really petite, and when she slicks her hair back, she looks very very sort of like ballerina looking. Um, but she's tiny. Did you see her on a talk show? Uh, it was an interview that was in, on on the Today Show. Oh. So she wasn't actually there. It was a, a pre-recorded thing that they were Got writing. It. Yeah. Talking about uh, the next season, I'm guessing. Emily in Paris, maybe. Or maybe something else she was doing. There was something else that she was doing, yeah. Yeah. I, I think she's uh, she's like in a lot of different things now. Mm. So, um, yeah. So that was one of my favorite looks. I'm trying to think what, who else. Uh, there were a few other people that I thought, you know, in the business that, I just thought we're dressed impeccably. And I, and I realized, you know, I know the brand when you're a celebrity or you work in the fashion industry, an editor 
or maybe even an a influencer, the brand does dress you when you sit front row, only front row, so many times. So, the you know, the brand will dress you. So I thought, I like that because that feels like, you, again, you're immersed in the show, like you're part of the show. You know, in this particular situation, it looked like there were several sofa, white sofas kind of set up. It wasn't just your typical, you know, long bench that everyone's sitting on and there's a runway in the middle. That's your typical runway setup. Mm-hmm. And this looked a little bit different. Like the, the there were stairs involved too. The, the models kind of came out and came downstairs. So. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. It always makes me want to go to when it's in a public place like this. It makes me want to go there right after because usually they haven't torn it down yet and you can kind of see it. Hmm. That happened with me with um, the Met. So after the Met Gala, I went to see the exhibit because the exhibit opens about a week later. And I always thought, oh, they need a week to kind of tear everything down, and which maybe they do. But I went a week later to see this, just this past exhibit. And there were still, like, there was one room where there were still lots of tables set up from clearly where the show and the auction was because there's, like, a big, I, I think, I don't know, like, I've been. I don't get invited to that one, no. Not at $30,000 a, a ticket. <laughs> um, but I was, they had, there was a line to get into the exhibit I wanted to see once you were inside of the Met and the fashion exhibit. And the line was pretty long, but it was moving fast, and it wrapped around into this other room. And this other room was definitely where they had part of the event or mm. most of the event because I could still see all the dinner tables set up with the chairs. It kind of looked like a wedding, you know, like picture a really fancy wedding. And people were still kind of cleaning up and moving furniture. There wasn't any art or anything in this room. It was just kind of a space, you know. And I thought, oh, because I know I've seen pictures of that room, you know, when all the celebrities are sitting there and there's usually like a show and someone performs. And I think an auction goes on. I don't know. I mean, they are trying to raise money. So I'm guessing that's what happens. But I just thought it was interesting. I like to see those behind the scenes type of things. (laughs) All right. Anyway, moving on. So let's talk fall collections. Okay. Fall meaning 2022. And why I want to talk about that is because I think more and more fashion is becoming, um, obviously it's becoming more sustainable. Yes. But it's also becoming to the point where um, trends are sort of lingering and hanging around longer. This is a good thing. I, you know, I think some people are very allergic to the word trend and some people love it. It's, 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 people tend to have a visceral reaction, I've noticed. Um, my clients will usually be one way or the other. They, they, they'll hire me or want to come to me and at least talk to me about trends. And then I have the people that are the opposite. They're like, I, you know, I don't really care what's trendy. And I admire that because I always say you should know that it's nice to know them and it's very fun to try new things, but you really should build your capsule collection, you know, based on what works for you. Then that's a whole another conversation. But I like knowing what's coming because two things. One, you can kind of already shop your closet and you can kind of get ahead of it before you start to see it everywhere. Mm. And, you know, you can then decide what you want to invest in. So, um, you know, I think... We definitely have seen a glimpse into where fashion is headed this year. And on one side of the spectrum, lots of brands were showcasing sort of light and pretty things. And then there was like the other end of things were more like kind of edgy with an undercurrent that's kind of um, 
like heavy duty um, leather, and I'm trying to to be uh, a little bit more broad, but sort of grungier, let's call it. Hmm. So, um, you know, like on the on the lighter side, were kind of gauzy sheer dresses. For example, Fendi had lots of gauzy and sheer things, sort of exposed. Silky lingerie, layered with embellishment cutout pieces. Um, lots of satin dresses, example, ex- Saint Laurent showed. Um, lots of romantic full skirts at Bottega Veneta. And then again, the other side was kind of more of a grungy look, more like heavy duty. Um, one thing I've noticed were lots of layers of black I, I was seeing. And again, this is for the fall of 2022. Um, and I thought, well, I how do I feel about that? I like it because I think it's one thing, it's one way to wear a singular color, and this has kind of been the trend for for a while. Um, so you know, and and one way to wear it is by you mixing fabric. If you're going to do one color, you know, gone are the days where you have to. I remember when I was a kid, you'd have to like match. It would be important to match. Like if you were wearing an all white outfit and it wasn't a suit, you'd be like, oh, well, that's not the right white. It's a different white. Or if you're wearing pink, oh, well, that shade's different. And that's not the case anymore. Now it's actually you want either match it or purposely don't. I think when it's in the middle is when it gets a little bit, could look a little weird. So if you're talking separates, I think it's important to purposely wear, you know, one one shade, if you wear one color, and then take it like two or three shades darker or lighter, and that's how you're going to wear it. Black, you can't really do that. Yes, there are, are there different shades of black. Of course there are. But, you know, there's like a blue black, there's green black, there's all... But I think what's important with black is not so much to match the shade or not match the shade. I think if you just do different textures, that's where it's going to win. I was going to say that that's the way to get by the issue of it's almost impossible to match a black. Yes. So if you change the texture, then you're okay. Yes, you're okay. So so here's the example so so everyone can get sort of a visual. In fact, that picture i just showed you of Gigi. that was a perfect place to start i was that kept making me want to get closer to look at it to see what the textures were yes but anyway so she has on a pair of twill (laughs) pants so basically just they're not denim they're just a regular you know like a like a cat pair of khakis but they're twill but they were in black Hmm. so you know that's a smooth sheen a kind of a smooth texture then she had a white button-down shirt with a black cardigan over, oh, no, sorry, not a cardigan, a black sweater. I think it was V-neck sweater over it. So the sweater is now a knit, and it was a little bit of a chunky knit, I think. Mm. So now we've got the smoothness of the twill pant, mm. and then the chunky texture. Then she had on a very skinny black crocodile belt, oh. and it was shine. It was like a patent leather. Mm. So there's the texture, and then she carried a big, huge bag. It's I believe it's the Ricky bag, which is a famous, uh, very well known bag in the Ralph's collection and that look that was black also black leather so now that's another texture you see how and and accessories can definitely help here so we've got leather we've got croc that's shiny we've got the smooth 12 pants we've got the chunky black sweater and then the shoes were black and white which were my guess is they're leather also Um, I couldn't really tell by the picture but she's got you know at least one, two, three, four, five different textures. And yes, she's got little pops of white, but mostly black. And she's got five different textures uh, going on of black. So that's really the way to wear it. Yeah, the belt gives like a little tiny sheen. So there's this little glimmer of shine too. But that's certainly the where any color you can do that with. So 
Anyway, I think that's the trick there. And I think, again, most of the things we're seeing, again, you can start wearing this now. Like, for example, the moto jacket is back for sure. And did it really ever go away? No. But it's coming to the forefront. And there's a lot of, I'm seeing a lot of faux leather renditions of it. So good for your pocket, you know, if you don't want to spend a lot. Or if you're just like, well, I don't know if I like it. It's a good way to try it. Faux leather obviously is always less expensive than real leather. Maybe you're vegan. Um, uh, I've seen a great one. I've seen a really cute one at Zara actually was pretty inexpensive. Um, so things like that were are starting to come back. What, what is a moto jacket? It's a motorcycle jacket. Oh, okay. Just so a, like this. Like I had on this morning. Yes. Yes. Okay. But I would. Oh, let's talk about what you had on this morning, right. Bob. I'm okay. glad you mentioned it. All right. So I walked into the station this morning, and I had just walked in myself. You so had just walked in. Still so had my jacket on, zipped up. Yes, jacket on, zipped up. And let me tell you, I've never seen. I said, Bob, I've never seen him in that style jacket, and I really loved it. Hmm. Very fashionable. Thank you. And it was a brown. Was it brown? No, black? it's black. Black zipped up. And it had a little bit of a uh, – it had a pocket on the side that was on an angle. So a zipper pocket yep. on the side on the side of your chest yep. that was kind of on an angle. Very stylish. But <laughs> I would call that – so I wouldn't call that a motorcycle jacket. I feel like that was more of – what is that called? Aviator maybe? More like an aviator jacket. Well, it may just fit me that way, but it's supposed to be a motorcycle jacket. Okay. And, so it's actually supposed – okay. And yet it has a stylized collar. Yes. So that there isn't that belt around the collar, right. which would normally be which on a motorcycle more... jacket. No, I, I didn't like that because I, like, I don't like a lot of stuff flopping around my neck. Right, right. So I thought, no, I don't like that style. Let me give me the one that's more simple. And yeah, that's, classic. That's very simple. And there. it reminded me a little bit of, remember the members-only jackets way back mm-hmm. when? Yep. It reminded me of a, le- a fancier leather version of that, like mm-hmm. where they're just clean, zip straight up, simple collar, right? Not no, There was no buckles or anything, just yeah. that one really cool uh, zipper pocket that's on an angle. So, But, yes, you look very fashionable, mm-hmm. and your sneakers today were good as well. I uh, like to like the – Whatever these are. Yeah. They're uh, – what color are they? They're Chelsea boots, and they're tan? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I'm calling it a sneaker, but it's not. It's more like a boot, well, like a hybrid. Well, it's unusual Chelsea boot because they do have what looks like a sneaker uh, bottom. Bottom. Sole. Yeah, yeah. sole. Yeah. yeah. It was a hybrid. It's a hybrid. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> All right. Well, I love that. And the jacket, is that new? No, I've had it a couple of years, I think. Okay. Or one, at least, no, a couple of years. It's been a couple of years. Was it an online purchase? Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. Amazon, <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, I give you a lot of credit because something like that, mm-hmm. I would never be able to do. I'd oh. be, because it was just, they never work out. I buy them, oh, I got the, this just happened to me recently. And it wasn't Amazon. It was a brand that I know and love. There's a store, it's Veronica Beard is the brand. There's a store right here on the avenue, which I could have easily popped into and tried on this jacket. You know, I had a screenshot on my phone of this jacket that I wanted for quite a while. And I'm like, okay, I need to purchase this jacket. Well, thinking, oh, it's more convenient just to, you know, click from the sofa of my house last night. I decided to buy it. And sorry, it wasn't last night. Last week, I bought the jacket. Looking at it, it looks, it's a cropped jacket. Okay. Well, generally in that brand, I wear an extra small. I have plenty of their jackets, of their blazers, Mm. blazers, not jackets. And I got the jacket. 
And I was so excited. I got it yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it's too small. <laughs> I mean, it fits, but you know what happens? I, if I want to button it, it's like it's half, it's a hybrid. It's like half denim and half, it's got these like satiny kind of sleeves. If I wanted to button it, it would be too fitted when I button it. So basically, my shoulders felt like they were, it was pulling on my shoulders. So I could wear it, I would just have to wear it open. And I n- hate that. I never do that. It, I always say, I say this to my clients all the time. Whatever the, especially with a jacket, whatever it's meant to do, it should do. So if it's meant to zip, if it has a zipper or buttons or snaps, it should button, zipper or snap, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because then they'll say, well, I'll wear it open. That's fine. Wear it open. But if there's ever a chance that you want to close it, it should close. So I plus it I, won't hang the same, right? It won't hang on the your same. body. Yeah, agree, yeah. agree. Anyway. So nonetheless, mm. I had to send my jacket back, and I was, oh, I was so mad. I'm like, I, why? I have one piece of clothing that's giving me that fits in that same regard. I'm trying to match a a polar fleece, light polar fleece, quarter zip shirt. It's kind of a shirt sweater pullover. Yep. And every time I order one, it's either the wrong size. Well, it's the size that's the biggest problem. Okay. And, and I'm like, how am I ever going to match this up without actually going someplace and <laughs> trying it on? That's it. This, and, and again, we discuss the pros and cons of online shopping. Yes. <laughs> because it's true. It's true. And, so, you know, when you get it right, it's great and it's wonderful. But I am a little bit of an instant gratification type of gal, I'm realizing. And I try to do this when I order things online. I try to just forget about them. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I try sometimes if I know. It'll be a nice surprise when it shows. Yes. <laughs> but sometimes I can't stop thinking about it. Like this jacket I was really excited for because I had wanted it for so long. And I thought, okay, I need to pull the trigger before this sells out. Um, you know, and so also this time of year, there's lots of sales happening and friends and family discounts and all that type of stuff happening in the spring. So I was kind of sidetracked by all of that. Anyway, nonetheless, I'm going to take a quick break. and we come back, we're going to talk more trends, but affordable trends, some things I've been seeing in my travels throughout the last couple of weeks. Um, so you won't want to miss that. Stay tuned on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677. Or visit them at adcorpmg.com. Adcorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. Okay, so let's talk trends. Love talking trends and relatable trends, relatable and affordable, as I like to call them. So I mentioned already um, we're seeing a lot of the, the biker jacket is back in a faux version. And so that's definitely on the horizon. That's something I feel like you could wear that any time of year. So the rise of the leather biker jacket, um, 
I feel like because we saw this, I think it was the Prada runway. Also, bomber jackets are the major outerwear piece to know for fall, um, which I always love a good bomber jacket. Um, there's also some I've seen with more of like a super puffy version. Um, also, I think it was Versace had debuted a few styles in very bold colors and sort of upsized proportions. So this is kind of the theme here, which leads me to the next thing. We're seeing a lot of super, super, uh, I don't want to say this, like oversized proportions. So, so like puffy sleeves, um, the micro mini, remember, I think I briefly talked about this. So the opposite is happening, thank God. So it's the maxi hemline has kind of been on the rise. And uh, lots of flowing dresses, tailored jackets, we're seeing that types of things. So yes, proportions keep getting wider and even more oversized for the fall. So suiting is becoming more and more genderless. And it's also becoming sort of more upsized proportions, sort of dropped shoulders we're seeing. Um, we've already seen – it's like the boyfriend jacket times, you know, or 2.0, let's call it. Um, so lots of volume. Here's the thing about that. You really have to be careful because, one, you have to just like that look of a super-duper oversized, and two – you got to be careful. I think there's there's this trend, and I already see it happening with some younger younger gals, where it just looks sloppy. And I know the look they're going for. I appreciate it. I get it. Just because I don't love it doesn't mean I don't appreciate it. But it starts to look sloppy. So I had a friend who went vintage shopping with me a few months ago. And she's much younger than I am. And she picked up a men's blazer. And she tried it on. And this men's blazer, I'm not joking, I believe it was a size like 42. Okay, so not just to give you a, a relation, just to give you a size Which reference. Just, just a smidgen under what I could wear. Okay. But, yeah, but well, this friend is about five feet tall and maybe 105 pounds. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Two of them so, are going to fit in that. Yes, exactly. And I thought, and I looked at her and she tried it and I said, no. And she, you know, we have that relationship where we can say that. And I said, she goes, but for oversight, I said, no. And she said, well, oversized. I said, I know you're going to tell me you're going to belt it. You're going to wear it as a dress. You're going to wear And she's adorable and she's super fashionable gal. Love her to death and looks great in anything. But th- this was like the extreme. I just thought, no, it really just looks ridiculous. I'm all, and I said, just get a smaller size in men's. You know, if you go into the men's wear, that's what I do. If I want something oversized and pay attention to the cut, because remember, for example, a denim jacket. A men's small is probably going to be cut differently than a woman's large, let's say, even though or extra large. Maybe the sizing might be closer, but there's going generally the women's clothing is going to be cut more narrow. It's going to be cut a little bit different. Men have bigger shoulders and so on. So keep that in mind. Um, on that note, I'm going to wrap it up, and I'm actually going to talk more about this next week. We're going to continue on talking about relatable trends and affordable trends and what's out there and how you can work it into your wardrobe. So join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.
WGCH Greenwich. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The Department of Justice charged four Russian government employees Thursday for their part in two historical hacking campaigns.